Oh, I, I personally believe that Black History Month is a is the very very fabric of the United States. It is an important part of our culture. It's an important part of our history. But most importantly, John, it's a, it's an it's an opportunity for people to learn. Hi, I'm John Yeager, and this is Bloodworks 101, our twice monthly podcast, which we produce in the hope that it'll educate or inspire you to donate either time, money, or blood. Okay, you're probably aware that February is Black History Month, an annual celebration of achievements by African Americans. And it's a time for recognizing their central role in U.S. history. But it's far more than that, if you speak to my colleague, Juan Cotto. I am the senior government affairs and community engagement strategist at Bloodworks Northwest right here in central location, downtown Seattle. Juan's mother is black, his father Latino. I got a chance to talk to Juan recently about the significance of this month, and more specifically about our challenges in reaching out more effectively to our black community. I personally believe that Black History Month is a is the very very fabric of the United States. It is an important part of our culture. It's an important part of our history. But most importantly, John, it's a, it's an it's an opportunity for people to learn. Uh, I, I know there's a lot of people who say, "Geez, black people, we we get the shortest month of the year." But in that month, there is so much information that I think lasts throughout the rest of the year, um, specifically about major figures, including the father of blood donation in our country, Dr. Charles Drew, and people who have been pillars in our industry, and that gives us the opportunity to share that knowledge with people all over the state and all over the country. What is the percentage of black donors uh, at Bloodworks Northwest? It's embarrassingly low. I, I believe it's low, and I, I believe it's low for a reason. I I think we have to do a, a little bit more effective job of getting more people to pay attention to the importance of, of blood donation, not not just black people, but, but so many people in our community and so many different cultures. And we've got to engage them, and I think that's the role of the work that we have, is to, to get people to understand the benefits of blood donation and the impact that it has on so many different aspects of the health care, but also how it serves our community. And when we do that, I think that we're going to see those numbers grow. And, and John, as you know, we have to do this because uh, with the number of blood donors that we're losing through through just the, the, the span of time, this is a way to recreate and engage different people in the community who probably have never had the opportunity to give blood before. What are we doing wrong? I don't know if it's what we're doing wrong as the, the things that we do well, we just need to do better. I think most importantly, recently, we have really engaged a variety of different communities uh, through uh, the, uh, the, the work that we've done in our marketing, the work that we've done through our digital media. And I think if we continue to do those, and, and certainly with our team, if we uh, c continue to show people in the community that this is an organization that really does pay attention to diversity, equity, and inclusion, that we stand with people in the community through triumph and tragedy, and that we are there as a universal opportunity to support the community and continue to share that message and use people that look like people in the community, which I think we've done a very effective job. Uh, Fire Chief Harold Scoggins comes to mind. He really has a very unique way of connecting not only people to blood donation, but the importance through his work. And I think if we continue to do those things, we're going to see more and more 
people of color donating. I always think about the Tuskegee experiment and I think about the natural suspicion that some may have that, boy, if I, if I get involved with something like this, it's, it's going to hurt me in some fashion. There's a sort of a cultural mistrust of blood donation. Is that valid? I think there is a cultural mistrust in a variety of communities of color, into scientific research, and a variety of different things in healthcare. And I, I think that has certainly happened over a long period of time. Those types of things are, are very, very difficult to tamp down, and I, and I think it's a, a, a job that we have in healthcare to, to really reach out to the communities and show them. And, and really show them, number one, that we care. Number two, the safeguards that have been put in place to protect them. And a lot of that is through uh, research studies and clinical trials and making sure that the human subjects are protected. And when people get an understanding that, geez, you know, I can participate in this study or I, I can come and donate blood and the, the, the phlebotomist and the, every, everyone, the person at the front desk really cares and we can show them uh, through a long period of time that we're here to serve and protect the public and your blood donation really will have impact, then we can go about making that, that trust and when we get the trust people will we'll start to respond to that. You know, it's sobering when you think in our lifetime there was a discrimination against where my blood was going and who my blood was going to. And and now that seems like ancient history, but it's in our lifetime that that happened. It, it is in our lifetime, and uh, it's... Uh... <laughs> Says a lot about you and my my our age, but uh, nevertheless, John, um, I, I think that the uh, what I'm most proud about for, uh, working at Bloodworks uh, is uh, is Dr. Giblet, Elo Giblet, and the work that she did to desegregate the blood supply and to really work with doctors across the country to show that uh, you know blood is is universal. That, that a a black man with O positive blood can give blood to a white man with O positive blood uh, with completely different uh, background and, can, and maybe even completely different philosophical thoughts. But the bottom line is that we're all linked, and, and I think that that is the the story that we need to share more. I think that's the beautiful story, the universal story, the universal aspect that connects all of us. We're, we're connected by this tissue, and and John, I don't I don't know if we really think about that enough. To to be honest with you. You that this this incredible uh, human tissue that connects all of us, and, and we work so diligently to invite people in to give, um, you know, at their leisure for free. Um, it, it's, it's such an altruistic, but it's such a powerful story for all of us, and uh, and one that uh, you know, in in the in the spirit of Black History Month, ties us all together. Carmen Best is Seattle's former police chief. She served in that role from 2018 to 2020. Best was the first black woman to lead Seattle's police force. In the midst of calls to defund the police, she announced her resignation in the summer of 2020, following budget cuts. But that doesn't mean Carmen Best disappeared. Far from it. In October of 2021, she published Black in Blue, Lessons on Leadership, Breaking Barriers, and Racial Reconciliation. Today, when she's not on MSNBC, Carmen Best is Microsoft's Director of Global Risk Security. So it's Intel, mergers, acquisitions, um, project management, their operating center, uh, and um, executive intelligence. So that's what I do for them, you know, and I'm, I'm enjoying it. It's a whole different, you know, it's, it's a 
mid-management position, you know, because it's a big organization, a lot to learn, even, you know, when you're coming from the outside. So I really enjoy that. And that's a global. Um, and then with MSNBC, it's only with MSNBC that I have a contract to do law enforcement analyst. So even though with this latest, uh, you know, issue that's coming up um, with Tyree Nichols, you know, I get Fox is called and other places, but you know, my contracts with MSNBC, that's really the only one that I do. Um, and uh, yeah, and then I'm teaching a class at Seattle U this quarter on contemporary issues in law enforcement. So that's kind of fun. Good. A lot of work, you know, it's really volunteer work, but it's great to do, yeah. And you are a, an occasional blood donor. Yes, which I do to get back in there, absolutely. Why do you donate? Why, why is that important to you? Well, you know, obviously I understand all the issues around uh, people who need blood and that we need to give back to community in a whole host of different ways, but certainly this is one of the ways that really and truly saves lives. You know, and uh, particularly for me as an African-American woman, I know that about, you know, the population is about 13%, only about 3% actually donate. So I would love to see that number increase in a number of years since I was in the military, because in the military, you don't really have a choice. <laughs> you know, you're all giving blood today. But, you know, it was, it, I developed that habit of doing it uh, over time, so. So why is Black History Month important? I mean, Juan was joking before he says, yeah, well, of course, it's the month with the shortest number of days, so it should be Black History Month. <laughs> uh, and, and he was joking, but but, but it, it is a month that, that we need to focus on a part of our history that's, that's very important. Yeah. Well, I think there's so many issues that are occurring that we, we often think about where we are as a nation on race and racial issues and, uh, you know, things that we've done well over time and things where there's still challenges. I'm glad that we focus, we spend, you know, a month of the year, even if it is the shortest month <laughs> uh, of time to really reflect on the many contributions uh, on looking back, but also looking forward and really have people reflect and refresh. I don't think uh, it's ever been more important than it is today. And, you know, when I was in law enforcement, of course I always reflected on, you know, uh, police weren't always on the right side of history when it came to race and race issues, and we still have struggles, but um, we have to acknowledge that, but also looking for a path forward. So I think it's incredibly important that we do that. And there's nothing better, no way better to do that than to help build immunity and camaraderie around the history. As far as black history goes, with regard to the blood banking industry, our industry's done a terrible job of reaching out to people of color. What do you think uh, we should do? Obviously, getting the information out about the benefits and the need, you know, particularly with sickle cell, which affects uh, you know people of color and black folks, you know, uh, more, and how they can really be a help to others. And I think there's some mystery around it. So I, I think education is a big, big piece of it. You know, just making sure that people understand not only the benefits, there's even health benefits to giving of blood. And I don't think a lot of people know that. Um, and I know the uh, You've done a great job there about trying to get the word out, but it's constantly targeting um, those areas and letting people know and young people know um, how they can help uh, when they give blood and doing that repeatedly so that it becomes, it's not new information. It's just like, everybody knows this, you know, like, oh, everybody knows that. But I don't think we're, we're quite there yet. Um, and I would suggest that, you know, going into schools and into colleges and 
um, you know, into neighborhoods and events and festivals and all that, and having those booths set up and really talking about and driving it home. And particularly uh, with people who are community leaders in those different areas that people trust and respect and know when they see them giving, which is why I gave when I was police chief, I gave in uniform because it makes a difference, uh, I think, in that regard. So I think that's going to be some of the things that are really going to help us. And there's so many issues, but this is, you know, this is one of, uh, of the very important issues. And this is where we really can, um, you know, give back in a very direct way that will help people. So I, I think we just need to emphasize that as well. Um, again, I think that, that I've seen a lot of work done. I you know, was able to, people reached out to me from their, your organization and said, hey, come get blood and give it in, in, in person and in uniform. And I think that helps. I really do. Well, it does help to have that personal invitation. And we can't wait to see you the next time. You let us know. Uh, Juan and I will be there and we'll get pictures and, and, and we'll, we'll give you a cookie and some juice. Yes, I know. <laughs> You know, actually, I now that you said that because I am due to go in, I will make that appointment, you know, so that I make sure it's on my calendar and I'm ready to go. Former Seattle Police Chief Carmen Best and Bloodworks' own Juan Cotto on the importance of Black History Month and why it's so important that we do a good job of reaching out to every donor. Juan and I are looking forward to seeing Carmen back at one of our donor centers really soon. Well, that wraps it up for this edition of Bloodworks 101. I'm your host, John Yeager. See you next time.